Let's do this. Yeah. Hey guys, it's Kimberly. As you know, we're really getting into this movie, all the details, all the extras. So if you haven't seen it, pause it, go watch the movie, come on back. Now on to the episode. Hey, it's Kimberly. And Megan, and you've entered room 237. Room 237. Oh, okay. Yeah. Repeat it. Yeah. Copycat. Copycat and asshole. (laughs) Okay. In continuation of our teen scream summer, mm. what are we doing today? We're doing sleepaway camp. Yes, yes, we are. I can't even say the name with a straight face. Y'all, first of all, <laughs> wow. I'm going to go ahead and say that this movie is wildly problematic. Oh, for sure. It's for homophobic, sure. yeah. transphobic, mm-hmm. misogynistic. There's and a pedophile. <laughs> yeah. Just like casual pedophile. Sprinkled in. Like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's that. Also, I don't normally say this before a movie, but if you have not seen this movie, I highly recommend you put us on pause, go watch it, and then come back because it's just unexplainable. Yeah, like <laughs> you really if you haven't seen the ending, you need to see it before I tell you what you need it to is. See it and you'll need to just see the ridiculousness that is just throughout the whole the acting. Movie. Oh like, my god, the oh acting. God. Camp Daddy director, like his acting is just He's, top oh, notch. Ronnie is my favorite. Oh muscle Ronnie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's so like he's like, I just don't understand. <laughs> whole time yeah it's so dramatic it's so wild like she like meg said if you haven't seen it pause it rent it it's free on it's free on peacock i think okay i think it's on one of the other free ones that you have like maybe have to watch a commercial or two during it i have shutter so if you have shutter it's free on there through amazon prime i rented it it's only 3.99 on amazon prime if you don't want to watch it with commercials but i do highly recommend that you do watch it but just like we said just get ready for a little homophobia a little yeah, misogyny. Oh, some casual racism in there, too. You know what? Too. There's something for everyone. There's something for everyone. <laughs> yeah. Pick your hatred. It's there. <laughs> it's there. It's in the movie. Um, How has your week been? You know, I'm back in the office. Ugh. Yeah. <sighs> By the way, she came in here looking all cute, coming straight from work, and I look like a homeless person. <laughs> So I'm in like fun. a dress and like makeup. Mm-hmm. I have weird. on like a two-day-old pony and a shirt with holes in it. Maybe a stain or two on it. I would rather look like you right now, to be honest. Absolutely zero makeup. <laughs> that would be nice. Yeah. The week has been long. Like today, I was it's like, Tuesday. oh the my week God, has been it's long. only Tuesday. And I told someone at work, um, I was like, you know what? I haven't had a drink since Sunday. And they're oh like, God, how horrible. Oh, um, a day and a half. Mm-hmm. Like, well, fuck. Maybe give my chip. Well, I've been living in um, the Amityville Horror House because instead of flies, my, my bedroom is infested with wasps. Oh, my God. You didn't tell me this. I don't know where they're coming from. It's like Candyman. Yes, oh. but wasps, not bees. I don't know where they're coming from. I have killed like 15 of them. Cassie got stung by a wasp. They don't sting me. They're just like hanging out over there by the window. Nope. I sucked up a bunch of their dead little bodies the other day. I sucked up a live one today. 
I was mm-hmm. like, you can die too in this vacuum cleaner. You can get it too. Join your <laughs> homies. I don't know where they're coming from. I don't see like a nest. It must be in the wall somewhere, but I don't know where. And I'm not opening up all the walls to find this fucking nest. Maybe you'll open it up and there's another dimension to Candyman. Mm-hmm. Okay. Exquisite. Stop. <laughs> My chair is so loud. It really is. You're going to have to try and get in one position and not move. You know that's not possible for me. Right. Okay. Let's get into it. Oh, question time? Yes, I forgot. Question. So y'all know we're trying something a little new. We're asking each other a question at the beginning of the film. Um, So my question to you is... I'm ready. What is your favorite movie soundtrack, but excluding musicals? Excluding musicals. Does that include Disney? (sighs) Because my favorite would probably be a Disney movie. Which is kind of I like to you know keep everybody on toes because you know I hate cartoons but I do love a Disney you do cartoon love a Disney film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll allow it. Thank you. I, I'm it. ready, but I'll wait till the end of the episode. Mine is probably the Bodyguard soundtrack. Well, yeah, that's a good one. Bodyguard or uh, maybe Waiting to Exhale mm. that had a re- a lot you of know, good I haven't ones seen too. That. I, that's unfortunate. I told you we're gonna have black movie. Yeah, now. yeah, <laughs> we're gonna do it. <laughs> We need it. So yeah, Bodyguard or Wings okay. XL, those are some good ones. Okay. I have a couple. Uh-oh. One of them I really love. It has a relation to the Bodyguard. All right. Fun facts? Fun facts. Do it. As we said, we're doing Sleepaway Camp, which came out in 1983. Shout out, best year ever okay. in the I knew history it was of the world. <laughs> if y'all didn't know, Kim was born that year. And the world changed forever. Mm-hmm. It, it did. It did. It will never be the same. <laughs> It was released on November 18th of 1983, directed by Robert Hiltzik. It has a Rotten Tomato score of 78% tomato meter, 60% audience. So, I mean, this is rated pretty high. I'm I'm surprised. You know what this movie reminds me of? Did you ever watch those um, MST3? Thousand, I think it was on Sci-Fi, and they just made fun of like, like mystery really, theater. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mystery science yes, theater. Yeah, yes, yeah. That's what this movie, like for sure, is. Like it's so bad, it's amazing. <laughs> it stars Alyssa Rose as Angela. Um, honestly, we haven't really heard anything that she's been in. None of these people have been in anything. <laughs> So do with There's that, a what decent you will. amount starting around 2000, like of horse sounding stuff and shorts. So, you know, no one's super popular. We got Jonathan mm-hmm. Tiersten as Ricky. <laughs> Jonathan. You said Jonathan. No. You did. I did. I'll play it back. Yeah, we it. I'll rewind it. Play it back. We got Jonathan Tiersten as Ricky. Jonathan as Ricky. And again, nothing we've heard of. <laughs> we got Karen Fields as fucking Judy. The worst. The worst. <laughs> this is kind of the only thing she's ever Aww. done. She was so horrible. They're like, we yeah. don't, you, we're not going to cast you nope. anything. Christopher Collette as Paul. He's been in some video game stuff and he's done some cartoon work and uh, he had two episodes of MacGyver. Look at him go. So go you. Right, go Chris. <laughs> Whatever your name is. Uh, Felissa Rose was 13 at the time of filming. Nice. So uh, it was she was too young to see her own movie in theaters, <laughs> which rightfully That's, so. I don't know if I would let my third. Well, shit, I would. You were younger than Yeah, I saw this at a sleepover at like 10 or 11. That's so not who am acceptable. I kidding? <laughs> <laughs> am I kidding? <laughs> the director dedicated this movie to his mother, who died before production began. 
really odd movie to dedicate to your mom, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. The financial inheritance from her death provided him the bulk of the movie's I mean, funding, so why. I guess that's why. Which I he, guess is nice, but also weird. It's mm-hmm. still weird. I don't like it, kind of. <laughs> Young Peter is played by Maximo Gianfranco Sorrentino, and he's the older brother of, wow, Mike, the situation from Jersey Shore. Yeah, I thought that was a fun fact. Scabs, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The actor who played Ben is the father of James Earl Jones. Now that you know that, doesn't he kind of look like James Uh, Earl Jones, like in the mouth? The cook. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so this was 1983. As Kim said, she was born and nobody cared. Wow. Uh, I'm kidding. Everybody was super excited. Everyone was super pumped. The whole world had to pause and was like, holy shit, somebody amazing was just It's just like a little black Jesus. What happened? (laughs) In addition to Kim, a few (laughs) other things happened. Mario Brothers was first released as a Nintendo arcade game in July. God, I loved the original Mario. Mm -hmm. Fraggle Rock debuted on HBO. Never seen it. Me either, because we didn't have HBO as a kid. We weren't rich enough for that (laughs) shit. MASH, that... Old, old people TV show that old people love ended after 11 years. Um, I think it was on CBS. And importantly, Vanessa Williams became the first black woman crowned Miss America. Then was stripped of it later. Mm, well, yeah. Because of the naked pictures, which yeah. I had to view after I listened to an episode of a podcast on Vanessa yes. Williams. And I was like, okay, she really was doing she was a lot. Doing a lot was she? I was like, oh, okay. I thought, you know, maybe a tasteful nude, but it's like lesbian action happening. Yeah, there's some. Was, I mean, they were nice. I'm not I mad like at her, but, Oh, you would. You would. Top movies. You ready? Let's do it. War games. All right. Trading places. Good. <laughs> Flash dance. Yes. Tootsie and Star Wars Episode Six: Return of the Jedi. That was the number one movie, of course. Top songs. These are some good ones. Oh, they're really some good. really good ones. Beat it, Michael Jackson. Beat it. Beat it. Beat it. Beat it. Okay. Okay. Down Under, Minute Work. Really good I one. still listen to that song Same. on the regular. <laughs> I think I listen to all of these yeah. songs on the reg, <laughs> except for the number one. Number three, I don't listen to on the reg. Um, Flashdance, What a Feeling by Irene Cara. Or Cara. Number two, Billy Jean, Ooh. MJ. He was really doing a lot this he year. He was doing, that was that thriller That album. was the good year, yeah. yeah that, it was so many good songs. And the number one, Every Breath You Take by The Police. Every time such I a creepy hear song. a police song, all I can think about is Sting's old ass fucking for thousands mm-hmm, of hours, mm-hmm, and I just can't mm-hmm. get it out of my head. I can't enjoy it. I was okay. in Home Depot, Home Depot the other day, and a police song came on. And the only thing I could think of was just Sting. Tantric sex. Yep. Just like really slow pumps, <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know? In my mind. Uh, just like really like, slow pumps. Right. Holding staring, it, yeah. like intense. Oh God! I, you know I hate people staring into your eyes. <laughs> you would hate sex with Sting <laughs> so much. No, thank you. All right, let's get into this this movie. Oh boy! All right, oh, it's a lot. You ready? Let's yeah. do it. It starts with some ominous music, like ominous. Way too ominous for really what happens next. Right. And so I am also real Bentella shape when they first started this movie because the trees are all super fall. 
And I'm like, are you going to try and tell me this is summer? Mm-hmm. I don't think, think so. Not. But they're actually not trying to it tell me that. It looks picturesque as fuck, though. Oh, my God. It's I want to nice. live here. It's, it's so beautiful. Pretty. Yeah, it's like we're on like a lake and there's like what I would call a mountain, but what people who live in mountains would probably call a hill, you know? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, it's definitely fall. So we're showing the camp. It's like abandoned and shit. This music needs to chill the fuck out. Like it's on it, it, high alert. It's a very long intro. It pretty much just serves as like a tour guide of campground. Yeah, we I'm just... Like, over here's the basketball court and uh, over yeah. here, I'm like, we don't care. Anymore. It's all abandoned. Like doors falling off their hinges, looking a little rusty, a little dusty. You know, it's had better times. We keep... We also, though, we hear like kids having a great time but we don't see any kids having a great time and then we see a sign that says the camp is for sale so for sale camp arawak arawak sure i didn't write it down because i didn't care <laughs> you usually write everything down i know but this was something i didn't find that and important you can't see anymore y'all so. i can't see i have to get glasses <laughs> I went to the eye doctor uh, the last weekend, and I was told I actually cannot see. Yes. I've just been true. walking around out in the world thinking I could see, and I actually cannot. Yeah, how, do you, oh, when you get him, like, you'll have to tell me how much more beautiful I am to <laughs> okay. you now that you can see me, you know? <laughs> I can see you fine. I'm nearsighted. I can't see far away. <laughs> just wait till you get them glasses, and I'm in 3D, baby. Okay. Okay. You're always in 3D. I'm not <laughs> a cartoon. Like, I can see everything. It's like, flat. <laughs> ridiculous okay look now we're with these two children one's a boy and one's a girl their names i don't know what they are but they're being annoying as shit the kids are arguing dad's trying to catch a little quick tan he's just trying to fucking relax they're on like a little sailboat yeah and the kids are just arguing yeah real hairy chest so hairy he is epitome of 70s pinup Man. But look, they also, they don't tell us this, but they're definitely like in New York or New Jersey because these accents, the Out little boy, like the little girl says, you did something. And he's like, no, I didn't. Or no, she goes, no, I didn't. And he goes, did too, you liar. And you're like, oh, okay. I was like, ooh. That is the situation's brother. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Look, here's a little known fact about Megan. Okay. I know that most um, people around the world, especially in the United States, think that a Southern accent means you're stupid. You know, kind of sounds like you're a dumb person. I don't believe that because I like the way a Southern accent sounds. But God, you know, the accent I hate the most is this particular really? accent. Really? Mm-hmm. I like them. I know you do. I think it's hideous. I like Like, them. after he said that, I was like, ooh. And then he says, summer later, and he says, summer. Can we go to the camp in summer? And I was like, can I watch this movie? <laughs> can I? Did you ever watch Jersey Shore? I, I watched the first couple seasons. I didn't watch all of it. It was like a train wreck that you it just was. couldn't stop looking at. Back to the movie. So, Dad is like, y'all quit fighting, because I am trying to get my tan on, and you're ruining my chill. And we see a boat go by, a motorboat go by. It has like a skier behind it. And the kids are like, oh my god, Dad, I want to try that. And he's like, girl, y'all are too young. <laughs> Calm down, children. Please also Please shut, the, shut fuck up. the fuck up and let me get my son. <laughs> and he goes also we don't have a motorboat we have a sailboat so i don't so, know what you're thinking <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> this is when they want to go to the camp like across the way one summer one summer just one summer oh, these chowder <laughs> wicked cool that's my accent somebody Sorry, says guys. wicked something later <laughs> i had it i wrote it down so look we go to the boat now and it's like a boy and a girl i guess they're camp counselors or something i don't really know we don't really are told it's not important it's a boy and a girl he's and driving she wants to drive 
she wants to drive so bad and their friend like another girl is like water skiing behind them they're pulling her on the boat but she's like can we quit because I don't like this and they're like bitch you're fine <laughs> nope you're fine <laughs> I want to drive can I drive please huh? and they're also loud and turned up and exaggerated and that's the point where I'm like I don't know if I can watch the acting this. is because the kids have been loud then this bitch wanting to drive the boat is loud it's a lot of loudness it's a, there's a it's that accent it's so nasally and loud I apologize to anybody who lives in that area who might have that accent. It's like a movie full of Janice's. <laughs> oh my God. It is. Just, it's like, oh, have you seen that? <laughs> the whole time. I can't. So she, yeah, she wants to drive. The guy is like, no, bitch, you're not driving. Meanwhile, the kids push dad off the boat. He, they all fall into the water. They're kicking and the boat flips over. They were just having the time of their life. Okay. I'm pretty sure at this point what's about to happen. It's yeah, really, we, we all the writing on the wall. So an inexperienced boat driver right. headed towards The boy the gives in. He lets her drive for a minute. Dad and the kids are in the water. And another guy comes up. And he shouts at him that they need to get out of the water to meet some doctor. Immediately, I'm like, they couple? Mm-hmm. 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 I called it. I mean, before, it, it, they are a couple. But yes, you don't find out to the very end. But I knew it. Because they, I mean, like, it, the, just the, the reaction after the accident tipped me off. I'll tell you what he says. So look, the girl skiing is like shouting, turn the boat, freaking out. The girl and the boy are not paying attention. No, they're just having a grand old time. They finally see, oh shit, we're about to run over this man and his two children. They turn the boat. It's they try all to course correct, but instead just go faster. Over, yeah. Somehow he, the boy makes it, go, he tries to help, but he makes it worse. <laughs> like you, know? you were the experienced one, <laughs> right. my dude. You were the one that was driving in the first place. Yeah, he tries to steer it, and he's like, nah, just fucking full throttle. He runs over Dad and the kids, and Dad's friend goes, John. John. That's how I knew. I was like, ooh, they lovers. Ooh, they fucking. Yeah. So the skier girl just starts screaming like, oh, my God. Somebody help the people. Bloody murder. She's dramatic. It's so dramatic. Please. Somebody help the Somebody people. Somebody help them. We hit the phone. Please. Wow. <laughs> I was dying laughing because <laughs> I'm a terrible person. Yes. Yeah. We are. Yeah. She's screaming and nobody's doing shit. This whole movie, I don't know if you noticed, whenever something bad happens, somebody finds you're like, holy crap, or they come upon something bad happening. They're like, oh shit. And nobody does anything to help. Nope. They're like, oh, that's too bad. Sucks for you. Uh, <laughs> I need a snack. Guess we'll just sit here and watch it. I don't know. Now it's eight years later and we're at a house and we're with this lady and she's yelling at her kids to come down. Oh, MG. Oh my God, this woman. I, so, I don't know. I think the best way like I chose to describe her was like a mixture of like Willy Wonka mm-hmm. Gollum yeah, because she talks to herself a lot. The, the talking to herself is really weirding me out. Mm-hmm. She's like, they need to, I packed some goodies for you kids. Oh, I think I did. Like with the hand <laughs> on the finger on the chin every time. The I fuck? for you. Aside. Wasn't that really nice of me? Yeah, like, nope. okay, congratulations, mom. Nope. <laughs> and then she's dressed like... She has a beret on, number one. <laughs> I know Kim hates a beret. She has on a lot of makeup, almost drag-esque. Yeah, yeah. She Theater almost, makeup. She almost looks 
she it's a woman i will say it's definitely a woman because i did read up on this because i was like is this the man like in drag because she almost looks like a man in drag it's it's a lot so i looked it up but it's i don't she looks like she has like a five o'clock shadow it's a lot y'all i (laughs) i just i just hope that if you're listening to this you have seen this movie already and you you know what we're talking about to appreciate it (laughs) she is the beret matched it the beret matches the outfit like Mm -hmm. it's a whole look it's got gloves on and everything she has a Hat every time we see her, that shit. She's crazy as fuck. Like there, so two kids come down. One's a boy, one's a girl. This is Angela and Ricky, and Ricky is this lady's son, and Angela is his cousin. It's this lady's niece. Yeah, mom's like, look what I did. I packed you and your cousin some goodies for the ride up to camp. Wasn't that nice of me? Hmm? I packed you some goodies for the ride. Wasn't that nice of me? I'm the best. And the kids are like. They don't look impressed or like they want to go to camp. No, they are not excited to go to camp at all. But yeah, mom is yelling everything. Like everything she says is loud and then this weird, cheery, fake sounding voice. Oh boy. Ricky wants some chips and I'm like, same girl, I love me some chips. Why, of course. I believe there's a whole bag. Well, I'm almost sure of it. These weird asides with her finger on her chin. I can't. I believe that I have forgotten something. What could that be? Oh, I remember it. I tied a string around my finger. See? And she holds it up. So I wouldn't forget. You can never be too careful. And then this bitch goes, I'm a doctor. What? What the <laughs> fuck kind of doctor are you? I am who scared. Who is talking to you? Who? 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 Who is trusting you with their care you have to tie a string on your finger to remember to give your kids physicals before they leave for camp but but you a doctor doctor. (laughs) also she forged the physicals so there's that oh my god she's also wearing in addition to the beret she has on one of those pussy bows is that what they're called yes those pussy bows that they're like floppy a pussy bow look it up i am i think she's on drugs Mm, see i'm right I uh, never said you were wrong. I just didn't I know. know they were called I just a pussy bow. Wanted to reiterate that I was right. Pussy bow. Pussy bow. Pussy bow. Pussy bow. Pussy. Rich children. Okay, these kids grab the smallest fucking bags ever. Like I could fit three shirts in the bags they pack for this month like, or two. They're going, going to be camp. for like a day. Right. Or, okay. I'm, I mean, I, I just don't get it. But they grab these bags to go to camp. Mom gives them the physical papers. And she's like, look, you needed the physical to be able to go to camp. Here's your papers. Don't tell them how you got these. Wink, wink. And she also says, wasn't that nice of me? Hmm? Because I'm a doctor. I guess I can give them because I'm a doctor. Bitch, doctor death. Then why are you being so weird and shady about this shit? And then Ricky is like... Yeah, I won't say anything. Angela hadn't said a word. Not a fucking thing. She's Not a weird as hell. Already she weird as hell. Mom says goodbye and they just walk out the door. And I guess they're walking to camp because... <laughs> Who knows? But now we're there. Look, we're there. We're all getting off the bus. These kids are hauling ass off this bus like it's on fire. It's like Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> they're running to get their backpacks. For their and... lives. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all running to the camp. And counselors are yelling at them they're not listening here comes ronnie y'all ronnie spins this whole film in the tightest t-shirt you ever seen he pumps iron because he got muscles yeah he has a lot of muscles and a lot of short shorts i was tired of seeing ronnie's dick right Mm -hmm. i saw ronnie's dick print more than i wanted to (laughs) a lot 
And by by more, I mean at all. Yeah, yes, at <laughs> no. all. It's, it don't look big, Ronnie girl. You've been do- doing too many steroids is all I can <laughs> think, you know? The shorts are short and they tight. Yeah, he got on coochie cutters. In my notes, I have like, these shorts are shorter than the shorts that Kim and Cassie wear all the time. <laughs> and y'all wear some booty ass shorts. Like, you know I'm right. Ronnie got us beach out. <laughs> He wants everybody to see it. Look, he's worked hard for that body. I'm not impressed. Okay, and what appears to be the whole kitchen staff is just standing menacingly in the background watching this happen. They all have on aprons. That's why we know they're kitchen people, Mm -hmm. okay? One of them, his name's Artie, definite pedo, like not even trying to hide it. No, no. He's drinking a beer. And he goes, Look at all that young, fresh chicken. Where I come from, we call them baldies. All these young girls, and he calls them y'all baldies. Baldies. And then he says, It makes your mouth water, doesn't it? And I'm like, Oh my God. It makes me want to vomit. It does make me want to vomit. At least, like, the other cook, Ben, was like, Well, they're too young to know what's on your mind. And he's like, Okay, but he says that, but then he's like, Ha ha ha. Ben, he's yeah. He, ben is definitely not like he's dude, down with the, the clown. Fuck? Okay, he's, he's like, ready uh-huh. for it. They're too young, and he's like, Artie, there's no such thing as too young. You're just too old. And then they all kiki. No such thing as too young. What the hell is I, happening? I don't know how did he pass a ba- background check to be a camp counselor? He's around children. Ugh. Children. I'm disgusted. And they all just kind of laugh about it. They all it. think it's hysterical. Is is that what we were doing in the 80s? I guess so. Laughing about like prepubescent teens. I'm offended. I am grossed the out. Disrespect. I literally gasped at that and Me paused too. it and went, what the fuck? Me too. Yeah. I was like, what kind of movie has Kim got me watching? <laughs> and there's just a close-up of Artie just leering, looking into oh, the crowd. He's so gross. Like, trying to take his pick. He's so gross, Ooh. too. He's like, so, he's like stereotypical, disgusting white guy. He's got stringy, greasy hair, like a, a beard or a goatee. I think it's a goatee. Who likes a goatee? <laughs> He's Ugh. just disgusting. Like kind of a tubby dude. Yeah. Stains on his apron. Yeah. yeah. Gross. Okay, so Ricky and Angela are walking, and Ricky's friend Paul comes up because Ricky has been to camp before. He's a he's tried and true. He's, like, he's going to give her the rundown. He's like Angela. This is Paul. She of course says nothing. Angela don't speak until like fifty minutes into yeah. this movie, and Ricky's like she's shy. It's her first time away from home. She's just super shy. It's no big deal, Paul. And Paul's like, Hey, Ricky. You know Judy, who you dated last year? She's back, and she's got huge tits now. And Ricky's like, oh, yeah? Oh, (laughs) really? I got to see these titties. Can't wait to see it. Once we finally see Judy, she looks to be 30. (laughs) I'm like, Judy, how much older are you than Ricky? Because it doesn't look right. Judy is so old. She looks like (laughs) old girl from San Bernadette in Greece. Like, uh... Cha-cha to Judy Dancer St. Bernadette <laughs> with the worst reputation. <laughs> she's the best dancer because she's been there for 50 fucking right? years. Right? Because she hadn't graduated yet and bitch is right. 30. <laughs> yes. But Judy is way, it's gross to watch the two of them talk. Like, <laughs> I'm like, Ugh. like, so okay, Ricky takes. Angela to the girls cabin in the rec hall this when they see Judy and he's like hey Judy but she's talking to some other dudes and she's like hey I guess 
But he, so Ricky walks Angela to her cabin. He's like, this is your cabin. Inside the cabin is the girl counselor. Her name is Meg and she's a bitch. Oh, Meg, M-E-G. The name is Meg, M-E-G. Like we can't spell Meg. (laughs) That's how she announces herself to the girls. I'm Meg, M-E-G. Yeah, I don't get it. I was like, girl, my name is also Megan. Um, (laughs) I've never once in my life felt the need to spell Meg out for people to understand what my name is. Megan, yes, because people, there's different ways to spell it. There's one way to spell Meg. Only the one. Meg's B-I-T-C-H. She's friends with Judy, so that's how you know she's horrific. She introduces Angela to Susie, who's another counselor, who's the nice one. She's the nice one. She's like HR. Like, she's trying to make sure that everything runs Everybody's friendly. She's playing mediator. She's very sweet. So Angela sits down on her bed, and she just mean mugs Judy. Judy's just like, why are you looking at me? And she won't (laughs) quit. She just stares at her. Everyone's for like, a good five minutes. This bitch is a fucking weirdo. She is. I don't. She, I would be really off put too. Like if I'm yeah. just like trying to get ready or tr- sitting on my bed, she's just death staring me down. Like I'm sorry, girl. Yes, the same. Because it's weird and uncomfortable. It is. So look, now we're in the cafeteria. Yeah, it's I meal guess. time. Meal time. It's been a few days at this point. Angela still hasn't spoken or eaten. And Meg goes up to Ronnie, short shorts. Yeah, who's at this point, he's got the sleeveless shirt on, his coochie cutters again, <laughs> the short muscles of, popping all like, out. Like, Ronnie, you're dealing too much. Hardcore. She's like, Ronnie, I need you to talk to Angela because this bitch will not eat. And she will also not talk to me. And I don't know what her problem is. She just stares at people. It's creepy. Nobody likes it. So Ronnie goes over to Angela and he's like, let me find you something better to eat. And he takes her into the kitchen. And they go in there. He introduces her to Artie, the pedophile. And (laughs) Artie's like, well, hello there, Angela. mm, mm, Fucking mm. yuck. Ronnie gets somebody comes in. It's like Ronnie, you got to call. So Ronnie is like, "I'm gonna leave you in Artie's hands." Yikes! And Artie's like, "Let me take you to the walk-in," and immediately proceeds to attempt to rape her. Right. Just um, like it got real uncomfortable. He says, "Let me take you to the walk-in pantry." You never know what you can find in there. And he starts unbuckling his belt. Yeah. Artie. Artie, put it away. Ain't nobody want that. Oh my god! He didn't even try to attempt to make sure no one was around. Right. He doesn't shut the door. No, Ronnie literally just stepped out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ronnie Ronnie lit just stepped out two seconds ago, and you're already trying to get your dick out. There's other kitchen staff in the kitchen. (laughs) They don't give a shit. Apparently, they're all down with it. Luckily, because Angela's dumbass is just standing there like, uh. But luckily, Ricky comes in. He goes into the cafeteria first. He's like, Meg, where's Angela? And she's like, I don't know. But also, what the fuck is wrong with your cousin? She's (laughs) weird as hell. Ricky stays trying to defend Angela and take up for her and find her. And he's just the real MVP. He's real protective. He's also a potty mouth. Like, oh my God. Ricky has, he is. Like, some. Ricky's right. Ricky is who I want in my corner. He got a dirty mouth, but yeah. Cuss you out and try to fight. Right? So he walks into the kitchen because Meg says, she went in there. I don't know. And he. Comes in the walk-in and Artie hears him coming. So he quickly kind of zips up his pants, doesn't get the belt buckled. Mm -hmm. So Ricky sees that shit. And he grabs Angela. He's like, get out of here. And tries to kind of start some shit. But Artie like throws him up against the wall. It's like, I'm bigger than you. You didn't see shit here. You didn't see nothing. Get out of here, you tiny child. So not only attempted rape and assault, like all in one swoop. Artie is begging for a prison sentence. (laughs) Frankly, I think that's where they found him. He got out of jail and they're like, yeah, we can get him for cheap. (laughs) We can get him for cheap. (laughs) 
Okay, so it's later. We see Ben. He's shucking corn. Artie's mad because he couldn't rape Angela and his water hadn't started boiling yet. <laughs> that's not funny, but he <laughs> is so That's why he's mad. He's so mad. God, he's the worst. He's the worst. Ben, like, decides he's going to take his 15-minute break or something. He leaves the kitchen. Artie's still fucking with this, like, the biggest pot you've ever seen. I don't seen. know how much corn they were going to boil. But... Apparently a shit ton. Wow. Like, it's six feet tall. It's, like, up on a table and also, like, humongously tall. It looks like something that should be, like, in an industrial, yeah. like, boiler room or He's something. He's got to get up on a chair to, like, open the lid. Safety hazard. Mm, it is. He, he gets up on the chair. He's like, ah, oh, shit, I'm out of salt. So he goes to get some more in the walk-in. Meanwhile, somebody creeps into the kitchen. We're, like, from their perspective yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> and we hear, like, whistling, which I think is Artie. And the person, the killer, it's the killer, hides. Artie comes back. He's got his salt. The water's finally boiling. And the killer sneaks up. And we get this really long, overly long, you might say, shot of Artie's ass in these dirty pants. Gross. And then the killer's hands come and push his ass. Artie manages to grab the shelf like right over the pot of water. He's holding on. He's like, help me. He obviously recognizes the person yeah. too. Because he he's like, like why are you he's here? Like, why are you here? Yeah. He calls this person like a kid. And so like we know it's one of like mm-hmm. the kids. The children's. Yeah. And the kid starts pulling the chair that he's standing on out from under Artie. And Artie is yelling for Ben's help. You know, because Ben is somewhere nearby. But on his break, smoking that cigarette. Don't have time for Artie. And the chair gets pulled out Artie falls he knocks over the gigantic pot of boiling water all over him (laughs) and y'all and then he gets like (laughs) fifth degree burns I know there's no such thing but that's what happened fifth degree burns (laughs) because as he's lying there screaming like more and more blisters just start to form and burst his hands are all fucked his face is all so dramatic He's all screaming. He will not stop screaming. Ben hears it. He rushes in. And then he just stands there and watches like, ooh, Ooh, that that looks bad. smells bad, too. (laughs) He's screaming so loud. Like, I'm like, girl, you're going to bust a blood vessel. I'm actually really happy that this is the way that he had to die. Like, it would have been too good for him just to get stabbed in the heart or something. If he didn't, he's probably going to die. But if he doesn't, he's going to have a miserable life. Right. I don't feel bad at all. Like, I will say right off the bat that all the people who die in this movie, the majority of them, I'm like, don't give a shit about. You were kind of the worst. I like the doctor that comes in too. (laughs) He's so nonchalant. He's like, yeah, this is the most pain. He goes, we don't have a sedative strong enough to mask the pain he's in. Nope. He may not even see again, huh? (laughs) So the doctor tells that to the owner. His name is Mel. Mel, who's a real creep, too. He looks to me like um, Mr. Farley or Mr. Roper from Free's Company. Yeah, he does. And that's he's exactly very, how he's dressed. He's, yeah, he's dressed, dressed very 70s polyester. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, for sure. Mm-hmm. He's an older gent. He's always smoking a cigar. Always. And he doesn't want to upset the campers or let anybody know this happened, so they agree not to say anything about it, even though there's totally a paramedic, like, ambulance outside. I yeah. don't know how you're going to cover this He up. gives all the kitchen staff, like, a, a bonus, a raise. a raise, makes Ben the head, and Ben's like, I ain't saying shit, and the rest of them like, nope. They know where that money comes from. That yes. mouth is I just say, already found another job. 
So now we're at the boys' cabin, and Ricky and his little buddies are messing with some other kid. Like, they're bugging him. Mozart is this little kid's name. Okay, yeah. I don't know how old these children are supposed to be. How old do you think these boys are? I don't know, because there's, like, six-year-olds here, Mm -hmm. and there's, like, 20-year-olds here. So I don't really understand. Some of these men look to be, and I say men. (laughs) Which would be some about grown ass men, thirty seven. Yeah, you know, just hanging out at camp. And some not, are infants. Like I'm not just, talking about counselors. I mean, no, the the, the children. <laughs> mm, yeah, it's. I don't know anyone's age. <laughs> also, but I would guess like Ricky and his friends are what like thirteen. I think they 14? might be older, maybe fourteen, fifteen. Okay. Him and Angela must be roughly the same age, though. They're, you know, they look close to the same height and stuff. So maybe 15. So maybe he, yeah, maybe maybe they're a tiny 15. He's kind of little. Yeah, I don't know. But whatever. The counselor comes in. He's got on a crop top. It's a crop. Jean. It's a crop. Oh, Jean. I mean, it's right under his tits. Why are all these boy counselors thirst trapping? So hard. Jean got a hairy ass stomach and chest, too. (laughs) Jean's like, check out my hairy body. Wow. You know, in the 80s, they loved a hairy stomach uh-huh, and chest. And a crop. It's not, I'm not even talking like you can see his belly button. I'm telling you, it's under his tits. Yeah, it's a, like, it's a crop. It's a Fashion Nova crop top, <laughs> yes. y'all. So they saw, he's like, get your mitts, let's go play baseball. And they go play this other team, which definitely looks a good 20 years older than these boys. No, they're like definitely MLB. Yeah. And, but they're terrible, apparently, because these young children are killing them. The game also lasted a really long time for a movie. I'm like, are we mm-hmm. just going to watch a real-ass, like, regulation? actually length? no point to it, also, <laughs> besides that Ricky's team wins and the other guys are mad about yeah, it. That's pissed. the whole That point. was it. That took up, like, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. So. so now we're at, like, a dance or something. And Angela's just over there sitting on, like, a chair, eating a candy bar, staring off into space like a fucking weirdo. And so the boys on the team that lost are all kind of like bathing each other to go talk to her. And so finally two of them no, That's the old man team. These yeah. are all like the grown ass The men. grown ass men yeah. who are, I guess, theoretically 17. 17, I guess. <laughs> but look, a good 28. Okay. For <laughs> Minimum. sure. So they decide, two of them are like, okay, we're going to go skinny dipping. Let's go ask Angela if she wants to go skinny dipping. Because we don't have enough girls who want to go. It's just going to be a sausage party. Yeah, they're party. like, it's a sausage fest around here. <laughs> it's nothing but six-year-olds and 50-year-old men. <laughs> so one of them goes after her and he's like, hey, you like to go swimming in the lake with us tonight? And she just nothing. stares. Nothing. nothing. So his friend's like, bitch, let me get this. And he tries. Nothing. Nothing. And so the first one's like, I told you this bitch is crazy. In true male fashion, when like men try to ask out right. a woman and, and she don't, want you don't give a response or it's not the response they want, they're like, you mm-hmm. fucking nutcake, you can't talk. Angela's a nutcake. Ain't that right, Angela? He doesn't even try. Like, it's straight to her face. I told you this bitch <laughs> is straight up fucking nuts. I'm like, homie. She's right She there. can hear. She's still there, yeah. <laughs> So Ricky and Paul, you know, Paul, his little buddy, they come in to the dance and they see these boys making fun of Angela and Ricky, he ready to, he ready to throw hands. Ricky is nuck if you buck all Look, movie Ricky long. always wants that smoke. With okay? the sticks. <laughs> He's like. Ricky wakes up and chooses violence every, every fucking day. morning. And every I'm day. here for it. Honestly, part of it is Angela's fault. Like if she would be normal, <laughs> he wouldn't have to be this way. You know? <laughs> But he, him and Paul start fighting these other boys. It's a dog pile. Yeah, um, all out brawl. Mel is there just watching it, like not doing shit to to stop it. Nope. He's like, oh yeah, huh? Huh. Finally, Gene comes and he pulls Ricky off and takes him outside. And Paul goes over to Angela and sits next to her. And he's like, hey, you remember me? Uh, Ricky introduced us. I'm Paul. Paul. And he's telling her he's super sorry about you know what happened to her family. Ricky told him. 
So this is one of the kids from the beginning. Right. Angela is one of the kids from the beginning. The little girl from the beginning. And Which I guess explains why she's so fucked up. Theoretically. Right. I guess. I mean. Look, Judy is watching this whole thing take place. I'm not sure what Judy's problem with this is. Judy stays pressed. She's so pressed about it. Like, Judy, there's other men here that you like can be Like, actual with. men, because Paul legit He's looks a like boy. a little boy. He's a little boy, closer to Angela's age. Judy, girl, you're 30. Like, get one of these <laughs> Go to Ronnie, men. right? Like, right? Or Ronnie's got Jean, the dick. Gene, he there. Gene, Tits are out, ready to go. Mel, somebody. One of them is, an, you know, ready for it's you. age appropriate. Right. But she's mad about Paul. I don't know why. He's all right, but he's a child. He's a baby. She's watching it. Paul tells Angela about all the things him and Ricky used to, you know, have done the past few t- summers. And then he's like, "All right, well, good night," because she hadn't said shit. And she goes, "Good night." Good night. I was like, "Oh shit!" This bitch said good night. She got a crush on Paul. Yeah, Paul is like, <laughs> "Yeah." He pumped about. So I'm look, gonna get it in. He thinks. So we're at the lake later that night, and those boys who want to skinny dip, they're ready for it. There's a group of girls there who are just like, we don't want to go. But the boys are like, fuck that. They strip down to their skin and jump in the lake. So two of them were kind of over by some canoe smoking pot. They're done. They're laughing and shit. And one of them is like, convinces one of the girls to get in the canoe with him. And they go out in the water. He starts rocking the boat. And she's like, can you fucking quit? Right. And he's telling her like, hey, it's, there's snakes in here. There's killer spiders. Like... If you, <laughs> if I rock this boat over and you fall, like you won't survive. Like, is this the really, the, the best avenue for you to get some? I think that, yeah, I think his plan is to rescue her and be her savior when he dr- dumps her in the water. Because he dumps them into the water. Yeah. And That's she's, a surefire way to not get me yeah. to do any. So the canoe flips. <laughs> she's just like, peace out. She swims back to shore. <laughs> she sure does. <laughs> Bye. No time for his bullshit. He... Pops under the canoe and pops, you know, they form an air bubble under there. So he's in like the, underneath the canoe in the water. And he just hangs out. Just like singing mm-hmm. to himself. He's not trying to get out, not trying to swim away. He's just hanging out in the air bubble. He's just, just chilling. And then somebody suddenly just pops up in there with him. And he's like, why are you here? And then he gets drowned. R.I.P. Kenny. <laughs> yeah. Nobody will miss you. You were no. a dick. The other boys get out of the water and they just kind of walk off and leave. And one of them is like, where's Kenny? And they're like, who gives a fuck what Kenny is? Right. <laughs> you know your friend is like literally underneath that overturned boat. And they're just right. like, huh. we better get know. back before Ronnie busts us. I haven't but seen like, him. They look like they're the same age as Ronnie. Right. Really What's confusing. Ronnie going to do? So they all leave. The next day, the like lifeguard guy comes and he's pissed because they've thrown a bunch of shit in like the swimming area, like oh, he's chairs. Real mad. He's real mad. He has to do his job. He's like, I have to work. This is bullshit. Bullshit. So he's picking things up and he sees the canoe and he goes to pick it up and then he finds Kenny and he's got a snake coming out of his mouth. So Kenny has been what's it, in the water for less than eight hours. He looks like he's been in there about four weeks. Yeah. <laughs> His skin he coming off. rapidly deteriorated. He's very waterlogged. Very. <laughs> <laughs> the lifeguard's like, boop, boop, on his whistle. Like, holy shit. So now the coroner's office is here taking the body out. And we got a cop finally. Finally. And the cop's like, looks like he drowned. And Mel goes, yeah, he definitely drowned. Duh, it was an obviously. accident. It was an accident. And the cop's like, I don't really think it was an accident. But okay, if you say so. He's like, yeah, I did. I said what I said. It was an accident. Roddy Short Shorts is there. And he's like, hey, cop. Um, you know, I definitely thought that kid was a good swimmer. But, you know, he's dead. So I guess not. <laughs> he's just flexing. Uh, so, uh, he's like, let me. 
Ugh, no days <laughs> off. Got to pump some iron. <sighs> there seems to be some randomly young children at this camp. Every now and then, most of the time, they're all like teenagers. And every now and then, we see like a four-year-old. <laughs> Just you know, wandering around. I'm like, who's, with no care. Who's watching you? <laughs> Judy. <laughs> no, Meg. Meg. Okay, so now we're with the girls, and they're all playing volleyball, except, except of course, for Angela. Angela. She's just sitting there. She's watching. Paul comes up, and he's like, hey. And they start chatting. She actually starts talking to him. They actually like have a conversation. He is like, hey, um, they're showing a movie at the Rec Center tonight. Do you want to come? And she's like, we have to, we, we all have go. to go. He's like, you don't understand what I'm saying. Yeah. I would like to go with you. It's like kind of a date thing. And she's like, oh, oh I'd love to okay, do that. Okay, yes. Okay, Paul. Judy, of course, is watching because she has nothing better to do with her mm, life. She is mad. And Judy wants you to know that her name is Judy in this scene because her, her shirt, shirt says, Judy. says Judy. Judy. Judy's also playing volleyball with no bra on. Of course. Why would she have one Why on? Why would you? It's early 80s. Nobody <laughs> had a bra on. Nobody even wore underwear then, as we find out later. Clearly not. So Judy is like, Meg, it's not fair that Angela gets to talk to the boys while we have to play fucking volleyball. So Meg goes over to harass Angela. And she makes Paul leave. And she's like, Angela, you have to participate. You can't just sit there and talk to all the boys. You either sit there and do nothing or you play volleyball. Those are your choices. No chatting with the, ch- the men. And she's like, you need to play. And Angela says nothing, of course. So Susie comes up and she's like, you know, do you want to play? And Angela goes, no. Is there something else you'd rather do? And she no. rubs her back. Susie's just a good She's a nice woman. girl. She is. Yeah. I don't know what she's doing at this camp. Who knows? That's why she survives, though. Okay. So that night we're at the rec hall and Paul and Angela are leaving the movie. They're holding hands. Yeah, this has progressed quickly. Very rapidly. Mm-hmm. She goes from like Helen Keller to right. now like she's got a full on bay. Mm-hmm. Ricky is still trying to talk to Judy, but she doesn't want to chat with him and she's busy glaring at Angela with and Paul. that side pony just a rocket. She's got a huge time. side pony. It's a different side pony option yeah. every day but it's always, but it's a, always side a side pony. pony and she's got a lot of hair she has a ton of hair oh, it's so long much. like super long and thick yes angela and paul head back to her cabin he's like let me show you something behind the cabin okay and he takes her and he gives her the most chaste kiss Awkward, i've ever seen weird mouth kiss oh, it's gross. side of the mouth kiss it's gross i don't like to see children like Mm-mm. doing this kind of shit either so she's like cool i gotta go <laughs> Judy walks up. She's trying to put the moves on Paul, but Paul's having none of it. In the boys' cabin, again, they're fucking with Mozart. Paul comes in, and then this Mozart kid totally overreacts to this yeah, prank they pull on him. Yeah, I terrorized him, too. Because before, when we first saw them, like they were trying to make him do a sit-up into some guy's like bare-ass cheek. Yeah. And now they're doing like the whole shaving cream None of thing. these pranks are like that tip, horrible. Right. You know? But most This kid are... loses his <laughs> chill. He grabs a knife. He's like, Ricky, I'm going to straight up murk you. And he chases his ass around the cabin yep. with this knife. If the breaking point was a person, I mean, it is Mozart. So Gene comes in. He's like, are y'all kidding me right now? Fucking a knife? God damn. He takes it. He hides it. In plain view. Where they can all see it. <laughs> he just like sticks it between some clothes on a shelf. He doesn't suspend anyone. He no. doesn't call parents. He's like, you can't have this back till the end of camp. I'm going to put it right here where y'all can all see it. <laughs> this camp is lax as fuck. <laughs> and then they all tease Paul about his girlfriend, Angela. Yeah. 
they'll take up for Mozart too. They're like, he's just playing around. I'm like, nah, like Mozart like, was literally was, about to kill you. He was trying to murder I saw people. the fire in his eyes. Right. It's another day. We're at the lake. Paul comes up to surprise Angela. Like, people are swimming and shit, but Angela ain't because she's she a wet shit. blanket. And Judy comes over and she gives them a hard time, you know, about being a couple or whatever. And well, if it isn't the two lovebirds. And then she goes off to gossip with Meg. Meg looks over at Angela and Paul and so she starts walking over and Paul's like, I'll see you later. There, Angela. Bye. He don't want none of that shit. Meg comes up and she's like getting more and more mad because Angela will not respond to her and she's shaking Angela, right? She's and, like, are you going in the water or aren't you? Yes or no? God damn it, answer why me. Why does it matter? She went from level zero to a hundred real quick, but if the bitch don't want to swim, why is it make your skin swim. off your nose? Like Meg, calm the calm fuck down. The, everyone is on super high alert. Ronnie comes over. He yells at Meg, so she gets in trouble for being a bitch. Mm-hmm. Later, Judy's getting out of the shower, and Angela's, of course, you know, gawking at her as she does. And Judy's like, you got Meg in trouble. Angela says, no, I didn't. And then Judy throws a pillow at her. <laughs> and then she's like, give me my pillow back. Bitch, you threw it at her. You threw it, but okay. And then she starts in on, like, why don't you shower when we do? Are you a lesbian? Is that the whole deal? Are you queer or something? Like, no, girl, if she was, she would be in there with you. Right, she'd want to see what y'all were doing, not being the... But then... And then she goes, you mustn't have any pubes or boobs. Why are they so worried about pubes in this movie? It is from one, like, you don't shower with us, you're queer, you ain't got no pussy hair. Like, it's it's very too... Like, Artie was worried about pussy hair, Judy's worried about... Why are they so worried about worried about pubes. (laughs) Like, I don't, it's the opposite of nowadays where nobody wants any pussy here. No, but no. now, but, but I guess back the 80s, then, you went full bush. They wanted a full bush. You That's how you knew you were any hair. Like, no, girl, because I get a Brazilian. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got money. Fuck so. off, Judy. <laughs> Susie intervenes, though, and she slaps Judy, and Judy runs off to go cry in her pillow that she stole back from Angela. Somebody should have done that a long time ago. She needed more than a slap, okay? Angela goes, I'm going to see Ricky. Yeah. No thanks to Susie for, like, saving you or whatever. Right. She's like, yeah, I'm going to head out to my cousin. I'll see you at dinner. So she's walking to Ricky's cabin, and those mean boys from the baseball field, they're, like, on the roof throwing water balloons at each other. And they see Angela, so they throw on her. They hit her right in the face. <laughs> Ricky pops up out Woo! of nowhere. He is, again, he is on level 100, <laughs> mad as hell. He's like, fucking you- chicken shit, pussies, fucks, cocksuckers, pricks, I'll kill you exactly. all. Cocksuckers, pricks, oh! I'm to fight you chicken any curse word he could think Woo! of he's it mad was just he mad he's real mad paul comes down he comforts angela and mel comes up and he's like ricky calm the fuck down <laughs> like it's a water balloon <laughs> i'll kill you all cocksuckers <laughs> real mad mel is like angela are you okay and paul's like she's fine so the main mean boy kind of runs over to his cabin and he tells his friends he's before they go play ball with the the counselors, first you gotta take a wicked, a wicked dump. dump. <laughs> a wicked dump. A wicked one. So they all head out, and he goes to take his dump. And y'all, he free ball, and nobody wearing underwear here. No, he ever. just pulls down shorts. Just shorts. And that's it. Just shorts. And they were short. They were real short. Like and loose is all I'm saying. Like a ball could have easily slipped out the bottom. I'm sure while he was up there gallivanting on that roof. I'm sure Angela saw yeah from down below. He had to for offer. Sure, he's while he's in the stall, someone comes and puts a stick through the handle so that he won't be able to open the door. And then we see he, there's a window behind him, and we see that the screen gets cut. 
He hears it. He's like, hey, quit fucking around. But then this person, the killer, sticks a bee's nest in the open screen. And this guy is stuck in the stall. He can't get out. The bees are like attacking him. He won't him. crawl under the door. He's screaming. For right. He has ample right? room. I'm like, but... there's plenty of room under that door. <laughs> yeah. But okay. If you're really that worried about it, crawl under really that door. He wanted hole. to get out, but he really wanted to get my girl. So. He, he did. He did. So he manages at last to break free of this thin wooden dowel that was holding the door <laughs> shut. It's like an Ikea <laughs> fucking <laughs> piece that they put in the door. It's like very thin. He breaks it. He falls out and he's dead. They really stung him up good. His hands are also dry as fuck. Yeah. I'm like and moisturized. his face is covered in bees. Like the whole face. Yeah. So now we're with Mel and he's like, guys, we're finished. Ronnie, we're fucked. We, all these kids have left because I guess it's been a few days and kids have found out that people are dying and there's probably a murderer on the loose. Yeah, Mel is not worried about lives. He's just worried about revenue. Of course. He doesn't give a shit about these 25 no. kids that are left. He's like, we only got 25 <laughs> left. All the others left. So they're going to consolidate the cabins, like one boy's cabin, one girl's cabin, basically. And Mel vows to stop this murderer. And you can tell, like, he thinks he's got someone. He's like, I think I know who it is, but he won't say who. But he's like, yeah, I got this person. And Ronnie is stupid and and bulky, so he doesn't understand. (laughs) Bulky. Bulky. He's fucking bulky. I don't know another way to describe it. I like Ronnie. He's a nice man. But he's he's a a gentle idiot. I just wish I didn't see his dick so much. (laughs) Me too. And your mullet. Like, cut your hair. Okay, Angela's hanging out outside. She's looking around like she's looking for somebody, but I don't know what. And Paul creeps up on her and she's like, oh my God, I thought you were the killer. (laughs) Paul's like, there's not a killer, bitch. You don't believe that shit, do you? So they head out to the lake to make out. She kisses him and then pushes him down, and they run around chasing each other. It's just playfully, like, yeah. like there's not a killer on the loose, but okay. Right. Then they kiss some more, and he wants to get a little boob feel, even though she has none. And she's like, "Don't," but he does it anyway. Yeah, he's like, "Girl, I'm not even doing anything," but then tries to undo her blouse. Right. So. Then she has a she goes into a flashback at this point, and it's of her dad in bed with his lover, as I said, as I called it. And the two little kids are watching. <laughs> this is weird. They're just watching it and giggling. Yep. They sure are in their little nightgowns. They're yeah. Just- and it looks like we're on like a stage set or something. It's a very weird, what kind of bedroom is like this? Also, dad and his lover can hear these children. They don't seem to. They, the, they, they don't give a they're shit. They're just gazing into each other's eyes yeah. and caressing they're their face. They're lost in the moment. And then we go and the two kids are sitting in a bed and the boy is pointing at the girl. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Weirdly, he's just pointing a finger. And I thought that they were about to do some like weird sex stuff at Same. this point. I was I'm like, like okay, I don't want to watch handle it. this. <laughs> I've already seen so much. I don't know if More I can handle I wanted. anything else. So back in the present, Angela is like, don't touch my tits. And she runs away from Paul. And Paul's sitting there like, what the fuck? But to be fair, Paul, she did tell you once. To right. leave she didn't alone. want you to do it, Paul. Right. And then and you, you did, did it again, anyway. So. so that's next day and it's capture the flag time. And one of the counselors feels the need to explain the, how capture the flag works. Like it's not said in the title. Capture the that's flag. It. It's white versus blue. Let's go. So they're playing. And Paul goes up to Angela and he's like, ah, you know, I really don't get why you're so upset. And what she's, the fuck? I didn't even do anything bad. She's like, look, I wasn't ready. I told you to not. And you did. And then she walks off. She doesn't have time for him. Judy comes up and she's like, hey. Mm, I don't even know why you fuck with her. She's like his mom's age, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Robinson. Yes. 
and here's to you, <laughs> Mrs. Robinson. So back in the woods, Ricky runs up to Angela and he's like, oh my God, we can totally win. Here's how we win. She doesn't want to play because she's a wet blanket. She doesn't want to play capture the flag, but finally she's like, fine, I'll hear you out. And he tells her, look, we're going to come at it from the back, basically. And, and we're going to go through the woods. We're going to split up, blah, blah, blah. So they kind of split up and they're walking through the woods. Ricky comes upon Judy, like, forcing herself on Paul. She kisses him. He's a little about it. She's like, how is that? And he's like, I mean, it was I all right. I guess it was all right. <laughs> I guess. And then they kind of move, and Angela is there, and she sees the whole thing. She runs off. And she runs off, like, oh, no. And Judy's like, ha, 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 just a rockin'. She's moving, and Ricky's like, you're a scumbag, Judy. <laughs> <laughs> what did she say? Fuck you. And he flips her off and walks off. So later, Paul comes up to Angela and he's like, look, I'm super sorry about kissing Judy. And she's like, not speaking to him. So she Judy just wouldn't leave me alone. You know, what was I supposed to do? So that typical, like, mm-hmm. excuse, like, I'm mm-hmm. amazing. Like, what was I supposed to do? Like, maybe not, maybe not put kiss your her. tongue in her mouth? There was no tongue. It was a very chaste, like, <laughs> lip on lip for a millisecond kiss. But Judy comes over to mock them, and she tells Angela that Paul said that Angela was a prude. And Angela's eyes get wide. She is mad. She is real mad. Paul leaves. He's like, I'm yeah, gonna put he up just, with this. He doesn't defend himself. <laughs> no. He doesn't say no. I didn't. He just gets up and was like, Yeah, Paul, take I'm out. your side. Nope. Like, so Judy's like, Hey, Angela, you want to go swimming? And Angela's on her staring BS, you know, not talking to people. She's got full on Carrie eyes at this point. She's so weird. I can't deal with her. Meanwhile, Mel stops to talk. He stops Ricky because Ricky is coming. They're all at the lake. So Ricky is coming over. He stop, Mel stops him and he's like, hey, Ricky, how's your summer been? Like being real weird about it. Just trying to like. He obviously thinks Ricky's the killer. He thinks it's Ricky. Judy gives Angela a hard time and then Meg comes up and just straight up picks Angela up and is going to go dump her in the water. Ricky sees all this and he's like, shit, I got to stop this from happening. But Mel holds him back. Mm-hmm. He's like, see, going to her rescue. Are you going to go kill them too? And he's like, what the fuck are you talking? talking about right. they're about to dump my cousin in the water so like, maybe you should maybe take some action too right old man like do something he does nothing meg throws angela in ricky finally frees himself he runs to help her and the lifeguard calls meg a real peckerhead oh, ricky. <laughs> <laughs> so ricky walks angela to the bleachers he's like you need to calm down and he vows revenge he like is trying like to vow revenge on a lot of people at this camp is all I'm saying. Look, the counselors have a meeting and they get told who's doing what tonight and Meg is off. She's got a night off and you know how she's going to spend it? She would like to have dinner with Mel. The old camp She daddy. has a crush on him. Yeah, she's like, so um, are we still off for dinner sometime? And he's like, yeah, how about 9.30? He's like 30 years older than her. Yep. She's probably definitely underage. She heads to the cabin, even though she looks totally fresh and doesn't need to shower. She's like, I gotta shower before I get up there because I'm trying to get it in. She's like, I got a date. And all the girls are like, oh, with people. She's like, it's a secret. Right. I mean, we're at camp. There's only so many people it could be. Honestly. AKA the grand. But who's going, who's going to guess the grandfather? They're not trying to be quiet about it, though. Like, it's not. And they're not saying anything out. They're not being out loud about it. But they're also not, like, hiding it, Mm-mm. you know? But whatever. So... There's a line for the showers, so Meg decides she's going to go take a shower in the cabin next door because nobody's over there. Right, because they've consolidated, like, little bunks. Right. So she heads over. Of course, here comes the killer. Meg's in the shower, just living it up, having a great time. I mean... 
And she gets stabbed through the shower wall. Through the shower wall. Into her back. And then the knife slides down. All the way down, like her spine. And then the hell of a knife or a super thin wall. It's a good knife, yeah. And then the killer's like, you know what, but I don't want any blood on my knife. Yeah, he brings it off in the shower. And then he turns the water off because you gotta conserve. Right. You know, be conscious. So a group of kids are going with one of the counselors to camp at the lake. This is like the littler, the little boys. Yeah, there's a little tiny top. Like the five-year-olds the or four-year-olds whatever. four-year-olds that yeah. have just been wandering around looking yeah. for their mothers the and now whole like, time. let's go camp by the lake. And he's like, y'all set up your mattress, you know, your fucking sleeping bag or whatever, and I'm going to go get some wood. And he takes the only flashlight and leaves. It's dark as hell. It's so dark. <laughs> uh, in the rec room, Paul shows up. Justice Angela is coming out and he's like, hey. And she goes, do you know where Ricky is? And he's like, well, I think he's at the cabin because he wasn't feeling good after dinner. And he tries to apologize again and, you know, ask her to forgive him. And she's like, "Mm." Mm mm-mm, not having it. Judy comes out and just pushes her way through Just pushes past like a fucking whore. I hate her. I hate her so much. He's still begging and Angela just leaves. But before she leaves, she's like, you know what? Meet me at the waterfront after After the the social. And he goes, for sure. Okay, I'll see you there. I hate him. So the little kids are sleeping in their sleeping bags, but one kid is awake and he's like, I'm cold. I want to go back. This sucks. Eddie does not have time for their shit. The counselor, yeah, he's, the counselor, he's like, he's like, oh, shut up. Shut up. I'm trying to sleep. But he, the kid complains enough that the counselor, Eddie, is like, fine. Another yeah, one wants another to go Another one pipes up. So he's like, I will take you two back. And he tells the others to just stay there because they're all asleep. They're asleep. In the rec room, Mel shows up and he's like, Susie, have you seen Meg? And Meg, and she's like, no. She went to take a shower. He's all dressed he up He's got his like, white <laughs> shoes on. And he's probably, they don't show it, but I know he's got a gold pinky ring on. Like, I just you know, know it in my soul. And a soul, chain, probably a sure. chain in mm-hmm. his chest hair. And probably some brute cologne. <laughs> <laughs> he's... He's ready. Back at the girls' bunk, Judy is there, like, making out with a guy, but she's like, you kissed too wet. So someone's coming, so he hides under her bed, and it's Mel, and he's looking for Meg. Again, he like walks I, into that girl's like I dorm, said, doesn't like, knock, doesn't... Yeah, he just busts up in there, and like I said, not, not trying discreet. to hide it. Like, where is Meg? I am trying to get it in. So she's like, I don't know, last time I saw her, she went next door to take a shower, and he leaves. Her guy friend comes out and he's like, well, I got to leave because if Mel's popping up left and right, I don't want yeah, part I don't of that. Yeah, I don't get in trouble. And she gets real mad. She's real mad because she was trying to bang, I guess. And yeah. he, he left her high She's like, drive. you just got here. And then she grabs her pillow and fucking cries grabs about it. it like a child. She's got a blue bean. pounce. She does. She does. <laughs> she does. <laughs> She's mad about it. So Mel heads to the cabin next door to look for Meg. He's looking around in the bathroom. Somehow she manages to fall out of the shower and she was standing up. <laughs> but fall right as he walks in. Right. And he's like, not Meg. <laughs> he did this. He's definitely like, this is Ricky. I will stop him. Right. He's like, he did this to get back to me. I had him. I had him and I let it go. And he's and weird hand he just gestures. just leaves Meg there and walks off. Yeah. Like, doesn't tell like, anybody. I gotta stop him. He'll never get away from me again. And then he leaves. Judy's curling her hair in the dark. And someone walks up and opens the door. And she's like, don't turn on the light because I don't want anybody to know I'm in here. It's the killer. So they walk over, punch her in the face, and then grab that hot curling iron from her, put a pillow over her face, and then we're not shown what happens, but she's... I wasn't... We don't show him, but I think we know what happens. She's raped with it, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. He puts it up her piss. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. She's screaming, hands in the air, dies. Uh, And then they just dump the body. Throw her under the bed. bed. (laughs) 
not real mad about this. Mm-mm. I mean, that's a horrible way I'm, to die. I don't like the way she died because it's horrible. I don't wish that on anybody, but she's the worst. No, the only person I would wish that on would be Artie because he's a pedophile. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So look, Eddie, the camp counselor with the little kids, he's back. And they've all been murdered. <laughs> they've all been hacked up. He throws up and he then runs up to get and help. Is shook. Shook. So it. shook to his toes. And then he runs to get help. Okay, so Ricky is up and out of his cabin now. He's walking around. He goes to the rec center, and one of the counselors is out there. He's like, you can't go in. The dance is over. And he's like, I'm just hungry. I would like to go get a snack. Yeah, because he slept through dinner, apparently. He just wants a little snacky snack. So the counselor's like, fine. The minute Ricky walks in, the lights go off. But he comes out with a candy bar and some shit. And he's walking, but he gets grabbed. We don't know who it is yet. And then we see Ronnie. He got a call about all the dead little kids. Yeah, so Ronnie's freaking out. Yeah, boys. But now, but this is the only time that Ronnie is in sleeves and pants. And I'm like, oh, look at you. You do own appropriate you know, clothing. It's getting a little chillier. I guess so. You know, that kid said he was cold. Mm-hmm. So Ronnie can't have on his coochie cutters all the time. Not, not today. So we see that the person who grabbed Ricky is Mel. And he is just like pounding the shit Beating out of this the shit kid. Out of Ricky. He beats the shit out of him. Meanwhile, Ronnie is running around like a chicken with his head cut off. Like, we've got a killer. He runs and tells the counselors, you know, to meet him at meet at his shack. Is what he calls his, his place. The shack. They're gonna go looking for the killer, I guess, or all the other kids, because there's they finally realize that all the kids are in the cabin except for Paul and Ricky and Judy can't be found, and neither and can Meg. Angela and, and well Meg. and Meg. Yeah, but they don't say Meg because she's not a, a kid. A kid. That's she's right. a counselor. Mel seems to have killed Ricky, and he's like, oh shit, and he runs off, and then he gets immediately shot with an arrow through the throat. Yeah, who, not the person, the killer throws the arrow, though. Yeah. It's not like with a bow. Like right. They just they have just an arrow it. and toss it. So, like, this person is an Olympic archer slash Really strong. Yeah. Really strong. I mean, yeah. Bronny could probably accomplish this, but <laughs> he's, so, he's so bulky, you know? Yes. Bronny, meanwhile, has called the popo because he doesn't have time for this shit. And the cop comes. It's that same cop from before, except for this time he's definitely wearing a fake he's, mustache. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to do that but I found out why I'll tell you why because oh I looked it's so fake it's so fake looking apparently the guy had grown a mustache but he already shaved it off and then they're like oh we have this one more scene to shoot and they didn't have time to grow it back so they had oh to give him a my fake God. <laughs> did they just use electrical tape it's terrible it's Terrible. Wow. Oh, but the cop is like, make all the kids stay inside. Let's split up and find these four missing campers. So Paul is waiting at the lake for Angela, and she finally shows up, and she's like, let's go skinny dipping. Okay. And he's pumped. He is. He's like, <laughs> so shaking off them clothes. She's got her back to him when she says this, too, and she starts unbuttoning her blouse, and he's getting stripped to the bare skin. Give a shit about a killer of the loose. No. The cop finds Ricky's candy bar wrappers, and then he finds Ricky, but luckily Ricky is not dead. Yeah. We think he's dead because he's all beaten up, but he coughs a little bit. So we're like, yeah, we're like, yay. And they carry him out of the woods, and then they hear screaming. And one of the counselors has found dead Meg. So the cop runs in. He's like, yeah, she's dead for sure. Ronnie and Susie are kind of out looking, and they hear some singing. And of course, at this moment, Ronnie's flashlight goes out, you know, because that's what happens. And, and they find movie. Angela and her back is to them and she's cradling Paul and humming. Yes. Paul, they're both naked. Paul what? is naked. Angela's naked. And she's got his little 
Kate's head in her lap. Yeah. Like in her lap. So then we have a flashback to little Angela, like baby Angela and Ricky's mom, her aunt. And she's all pumped. This is like right after the accident. She's all pumped to have Angela there. And she's like, I always wanted a little girl. You know, we already have a boy and I already wanted a girl. And even though you're a boy, we're just going to make you a girl. We can't have another one. No. Because that wouldn't do. Would it, Peter? I mean, we already have a boy. So another one simply would not do. Oh, no. Absolutely not. A little girl would be so much nicer, don't you think so, Angela? Angela, such a lovely name. Why, I believe it means angel. Why, yes, I'm sure it does. I know you're going to like that name. Won't you, Peter? Peter. A little boy. He looks up. She's like, you're going to love being called Angela. <laughs> so back at the lake, Angela pops up. And suddenly, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with her. Is she a velociraptor? <laughs> is she possessed by a demon? It's not. It's animalistic. It's not of human mm-hmm. nature She's at all. She's hissing and growling. She's fully naked. She turns to Ronnie and Susie. We see her little peen. And Paul's all head tumbles to the ground. It's been decapitated. Yeah, she's decapitated. Him. Her mouth is frozen and the biggest scream-esque. My mouth didn't open this wide. Like, I, No, ah. he's bloody. Her eyes are all like wide and off to the side. And she's like. <laughs> and Ronnie gives the best line. God, she's a boy. How can that be? She's, she's a, a boy. boy. <laughs> oh, Ronnie. Oh, Ronnie. Oh, Ronnie. And then that's the end. Yeah, but it freezes on her frozen face. On her weird face. And um, all I could think at this moment was, oh, my God, I hope this is an adult person that we're seeing this pain for. Because <laughs> I feel dirty. It's very small, y'all. It looks like a child size. But I did look it up, and it's an adult. Yeah, it's an adult. It was some <gasps> call it the. They wanted the original actress to do this scene, but put, like, a prosthetic mm-hmm. penis on her. But her mom was like, she 13. I think the fuck not. She's 13 <laughs> years old. Um, and so they hired, like, a college kid to yeah. do it. And they put, like, a mask of Angela's face That's on why him. it looks so That's freaky. That's why it's so... And the whole scene like that, and it is pretty like... It's disturbing. It's disturbing because one, it's not a kid's body and you can see that. Um, yeah, there's definitely pubes, Judy. <laughs> so take that, Fuck Judy, off, Judy. crispy puss. <laughs> and then the sound that he's making. It's, yeah, it's the sound in the mouth for me. Yeah, it is. That really, and then it just freezes there. Yeah, and the, like the crazy eyeballs that are like... <laughs> and then that that's it. So... <laughs> What are your thoughts, my friend? Mm, yikes. Um, I don't I don't even really know. Um, <laughs> besides it being wildly problematic, it's it's just so campy and over the top that yeah. I, I, I see why it is one of those cult classic movies. Yeah. Yeah. Because it is so campy. I don't I mean the I'm gonna watch the rest far. of them. The acting is terrible. Yeah. Like yeah. terrible. You're not going to watch the rest of them? No, I, I am. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, yeah there's like, like five or six. Or, yeah. I definitely need to see all of them. Because, I'm going to have to see yeah, them now. Because it's just ridiculous. I believe Angela comes back in one of them. Oh, hey. And I'm like, hey, girl, what's up? Or like, I don't want to miss, like, 
gender her, mispronoun her. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Like, I was reading a few articles after after I watched this movie, and they're talking about trans, you know, she's transgender, but she's really not. She's not trans because by... It's not by choice. She's yeah. not a girl trapped in a boy's body. No. She's a boy she that her aunt... A wounded boy. ...is forcing to be. father just died, and this crazy-ass aunt was like, mm-hmm, you gonna be a girl now. Yeah, like, so it's not... It wasn't her choice, so I don't know what you would... Yeah, what you'd label her. I'm not sure. Let's or just go him. with they. Peter. Peter. Slash Peter. Angela. So that's it. Yeah. What did you think? It's... It's something. It's something. <laughs> <laughs> It is something. My favorite character is Ronnie, mostly just because I like his short shorts and his dick print. I do love Ronnie. Because it's so weird. Because <laughs> Ronnie seems to genuinely care about he this He seems camp. like the nicest, most normal person and, there. And like, he is somehow everywhere at once, mm-hmm. saving the day. So Well, he works out, so he's just really fit, <laughs> you know? It's like CrossFit games all over this bitch. <laughs> exactly. Bit. He's I, like, I don't have to. I don't have to actually lift weights. I'm just running back and forth. He's just lifting four year olds, <laughs> left and right. I feel bad that he's probably lost his job now because of this debacle. Well, yeah, probably, you know. And Susie, I also like Susie. Yeah. she was a good one. She was a real one. That's about the only two decent folks there. Yeah, and oh, Ricky. Ricky is. I liked Ricky because so Ricky I read chose an, violence. I read an article about this that said that there's not one killer. There's two killers. And it's Ricky and Angela. Mm. Because I don't know if you notice this. When the door opens at the cabin, when Judy's in there in the dark, and the door opens and the killer's backlit. It looks like Ricky. It's Ricky in the wig. It, okay, thank you. Because at first... Well, it is because apparently the Angela, the girl who played Angela, her mom didn't want her to do that. So mm-hmm. it is him. Oh, okay. It's, and that's why, like, all the hands, you see the little kid hands, those are his hands. Okay. okay she didn't okay. want her to do that either. So it is him in the wig. I but would, you know what? With this mama, like, I would find another girl whose mama... <laughs> Right, I'm like, it's too much travel. It's too much. And she's not like that, but like... Doing, All you have to do is sit there and stare. Right, you're not doing a lot of acting here. No. But the article was like, it's definitely Ricky and Angela, because some of the kills, like the one with the knife, Meg, the knife is Mozart's knife that they all saw hidden, and it's oh, in the boy's cabin. Angela okay. wouldn't have known about it. That's true, that's true. You know? And Could it's like be. a lot of the kills are mostly Ricky, I think the article said. I, it was a good article. It was interesting. Anyway... You want to rate this bitch? Let's do it. So for Chucky jump scares, what did you give it? I gave it a one. So did I. <laughs> There's zero jump I was, scares. Yeah, I was trying to think if there were any. No, they foreshadow every kill scene mm-hmm. so hard that it's like, right. y- you know. It's, it's all the people who are terrible to Angela. Right. I mean, so you know who's going to die. Mm-hmm. So... It's a big old one. Freddie. Okay, this one, I gave it a three. And here's why. I personally don't think it's fucking with my mind because I wanted to text you and ask you this yesterday, but I didn't want to ruin it. I saw this twist ending coming. Did you? Well, I told you I'd seen it before. Right. I didn't remember. But you didn't remember, so that's why I was like. Yeah, I remembered it like towards the end. Okay. Yeah. No, I I saw. I knew it was always Angela. I saw it coming that she was a dude. Like, that wasn't surprising to me. But... I could see how that could be if you didn't see it coming. Yeah. 
Like I knew as soon as those two kids got run over that that was that, that was Peter, the little boy. The little boy. The Angela was a boy. Like, and then the whole like Judy being like, "Why don't you ever shower?" With right. Us? They and gave us a lot to of get hints. To the water. Yeah. The water thing could be explained away by of past trauma. Right. But yeah, the never speaking hardly because obviously she's gone through puberty, puberty, so I really don't understand why her voice is that high still. Right. But uh, <laughs> she's got a great falsetto. Yeah, but. There's, I mean, there's just a lot. So what'd you give it? I gave it a three, I a said. three, okay. I did a 2.5. Okay. Leather face, how gory is it? I gave it a two, but honestly, I don't, I don't, I mean, besides like Paul's head, we see some blood when the little boys are murdered, but you can't tell what it is. No, it's a lot of stuffing from their sleeping Yeah. Bags. I gave it a 2.5 just because um, Artie's pus pocket face. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a beheading. Um, the dude's. That, that drowned. His face was all like mm-hmm. gross. So I gave it a two and a half. Okay. Hannibal. I gave How it a, smart was it? A one point five. <laughs> like I said with Freddie, I think these two are kind of similar. It's trying. It's trying. It's I trying it didn't get me, but no. it's trying. No, it's not. I gave it a two. <laughs> and then last but not least, Pennywise, your overall enjoyment. I gave it a three. It's problematic as hell, but it's campy and kind of fun. Right. So if, to me, if it wasn't problematic, I would have given it a three. I gave it a 2.5. Okay. I took a little point off for the problematic okay. part of me. And so I my total score is 10.5. Mine is also 10.5. Nice. Twinkies. Twinkies. Okay, I'm gonna answer your question now. Yes, please. Since you said I could, I could have Disney. I'm gonna go with The Lion King. You know I love me some Lion King. Yes. And then I also really enjoy the best little whorehouse in Texas. Ooh. It's so good. That's the the what well, I said. It was kind of it had something to do with the bodyguard because you know Dolly Parton wrote "I Will Always Love You" and it's in the best little whorehouse. Oh, Dolly, a national love her. Treasure. She is. So that's mine. Good choices. Thank you. What are we doing next week? Next week, we are going to do Cabin in the Woods. I like this movie. I I say I've never seen it, but I think I may have. Well, I don't Maybe. Wanna, I don't want to give anything away if you haven't seen it. All right. Well, that's what we're going to do. So It's a fun one. Watch <laughs> it in preparation. That's right. So get ready. Take the ride right along with us. <laughs> in the meantime, you can find us. We are on Facebook. Facebook and Instagram at Room 237, the podcast. We're on Twitter at Room 237, the pod C1. And we're on TikTok at Room 237, the podcast. We are on TikTok. I've finally started posting a few clips on TikTok. They are the ones we put on Instagram, but follow us on either place or both. Right. Or you can send us an old fashioned email at room 237, the podcast at gmail.com. In the meantime, if you are so inclined, don't forget to rate and review us. It helps people find out about us or just tell a friend. Say, hey, that's right. I've been listening to this podcast. These sound like some down ass bitches that you'd like to (laughs) kiki with and talk about horror. Give them a listen. Yay. My enthusiasm is off the charts. (laughs) Yay. Yay. This podcast is awesome. I love it. You sound like Angela. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Until next time, then. Bye. Bye.